0: The today's Daf we learn is Daf SAMECH Gimel, and we begin from the next mission. This is in Nagar shiesh Glustera. So Nagar is a door bolt, and the idea is that this door bolt has a gluster, which is like a very heavy ball on the top of it. So that will say the debate first. Rebelaza says it's As and and Rabiosi says it's Matir. Asor and mat- Mutar to do what? So I'm not sure if you've learned this mission before. You may have learned it in the context of whether to use it to bolt a door. Maybe it looks like binyan if you take it and do so. However, the way it's, Reb Chaim explains it here is whether the actual door bolt itself has it, is considered mukhtsa or not. So, Reb Chaim, just so it's completely clear, he says, and therefore it's useful to act as a, uh, as a pestle, I think it is. Which one? Petal mortar, the top one, the one that you, to, to grind with. However, Reb Elazar says the fact that this bolt has a, Ball on the top of it. That doesn't turn into a cleave. And therefore, it's Asur batil tul beshabas. You see, it clear it's talking about mukta here. Mishu mukta. Can em time of the like we'll see in the Gemara, the because the ikashimushu is the bolt itself. Therefore, batal clusterala nagar. The heavy, useful head is a battle to the major use, which is for you to use as a door bolt. The Then it turns, it falls back onto being a regular nagar. And as we'll see in a moment, a normal door bolt, you can't use to bolt the door unless it is kashru, meaning tied to the door. Simply rolling on the ground wouldn't work. Because in that situation, once it's tied to the door, then it's clear that you're using this bolt, not as just a random bolt in the house, but rather to actually lock the door. uh, and therefore if it's tied up to the door that's what turns it into a cleave in other words this door bolt has to be defined as a cleave without that then it's just a bolt that could be used for any matter of construction therefore it's what? it's like a isur, if you like so in other words let's just explain outside a door bolt on its own the way that we're explaining the Gemara or the Mishnah and the Gemara as well where Yasham explains it if it's just a simple door bolt resting on the floor, it's just like a bolt. And a bolt is a cliche model and it's our sword. If it is tied, we'll understand if it's tied and hanging, that's a discussion we'll see in a moment. Then it's clear that this is not just a random bolt. It's actually a it's made to, for locking it, locking and unlocking the door. That's what makes it into a clear. The question is: what happens if it's just a bolt on the side with a ball head at the top? Now the fact that it's a ball head on the top, which makes it useful for other uses as well, like grinding. Do we say that turns it into a clee? According to Rebbe Lazar says no, since the primary use is the bolt, it's really the head is battle to the bolt part of it. Whereas Rebbe Yossi says no, it's the other way around. He's matir. In other words, once it's got a head on the top, he says it's actually other way around. The cluster of the bolt part is battle to the main usage, which is the top, and therefore it's defined as a clee. Okay, that's how we're going to have to understand this Mishnah. Let's continue. Lazar There was a baker such no you know, again, boheter. There would, there were. Accustomed to moving this bolt that wasn't tied on and had a gulster at the top. And to Rabban Gamla came on with a scheme and said, Look, it's Assur. And for Rabbiosa says, No, you've got it all wrong around. Omer isuah Gimbo. It actually was the opposite. They said it was Asur like the opinion of Rabalazar. Ad Sheba what uh Bar came in, came and actually was much of them like the pinion of Rebyosa. Now the question, what was the Maest? It's a, which opinion is it of supporting? And that itself is a machlokad. Let's continue. So, if it's tied but dragging on the floor, okay, so it's important to understand, Nagar it doesn't have the bolt on the top, then if it's not kashur, then it's clearly it's also like it says, it's tied to the door but it's not suspending, it's spending the air. It's a long thread that's tied to the door, and therefore it's, it is nigrar, it's resting on the floor, and because it's got such a long thread, thread or cord attached to it, then it might not even look like it's kashur. That's the idea. In other words, it's when it's hanging, suspended, it's so visible and clear that this is tied to the door. If it's struck on the floor, it doesn't make it look so much. So here, so much so. So therefore, you have a debate. So one understanding is, no you can, use it, you can lock, use it to lock in the base of Mikdash, not outside the base of Mikdash. However, if it's just resting on the ground, not tied, then we say, there's no question, it's Asur. Um, I'll explain this to the spinner Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, even if it's resting on the floor, it's okay. If it's dragging on the floor, it's okay. In other words, what we see between the machlok and Yehuda and the first opinion that if it's kashui, kashur, taloi, is it okay outside the Beit Mikdash or not? Meaning normally. Um, so according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's fine if it's Nigra on the ground. However, the first opinion is much more that it still looks like it's not tied if it's resting on the ground so freely, it has to be suspended. Ah, what difference does it make in the beta migdash? Why are both opinions more makel in the beta migdash? Because we say generally, but not always, the Gemara is going to explain this today, that ain't shvutim A lot of the, the dine de rabanan do not apply in the beta migdash. Okay. So therefore we're more makel in the beta migdash. However, what's interesting, if that's the case, then why is it, according to the first opinion, if it's munach sitting on the ground, that you say can be even the according to the first opinion, meaning it's not tied on. Then uh, Reb Chaim explains, even though that's also just a shvut, it's only isur rabbanan because again, the only issue of play here is muktzah, as we've been explaining. Law calls shvut hetiru We'll see soon in the next uh, amud that it's not a blanket rule that ain't shvut the mikdash Don't. It's like you know a lot of these klalim in, in halacha. You got to be careful because it's not actual klal. It doesn't apply in all circumstances. Okay, let's not bring the Gemara. And he says, So it's explaining the Mishnah now. According to the opinion of actually in the Mishnah, it was Rabbi or Rabi Yossi. The reason why it says it's mutar, is because the nagar is tafel to the Gluskara. The ball part is battled to the ball head, which was useful. And we said, that's why it turns it into a cleave. also, which was Rabi he says, who said Oser, Tapel the Nagar, the ikar Kli is the bolt part. The head is therefore battled to it. That's why it doesn't define it as a Kli. Now, the question the Gemara says is, Nagar What is this Nagar? I add the word here, nigrar, to it. Okay, what's this kind of Nagar? Amrav Alazat Kasher. It's tied. Pisha Despite the fact, it's not suspended. So Amrav Rabbi. The khilfi told me to show me that Rabbi's place. The bolt that they use was Kashur Afalisha and That's like the Pin Rebuhur and A Mishnah. That this door bolt was tied but wasn't suspended, and clearly they were using it. So therefore we see that it's and that that even if it's not suspended, it would be okay. Now Amra biochyochan. Now this we saw all the way back in Mesakta Shabbas, um and the um in the 17th barak. It says, Amra b Yochan, atidihira dahacha kestama da taman, be dihira de stama kahacha. So in our Mishnah, if to be clear, we had the Tanakama, which is Stam, that says, no, it has to be Kashrui vetaluy, And you had Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that says, no, it's Kashru, Athopisha, Enotaloi. Okay. But Rabbi Yehuda was at that yachid. But there, in the other Sugya, we saw Machlok, and Rabbi Yezer, and Chachamim, a bag out of Pakak. Remember, remember a shutter or a ball that you used to plug it to seal a window. There we said, Rabbi Yehuda says, En Pukkimbo, as long as it's Kashrui vetaluy, which Chachamim says, even if it's not taloi. So you so see, in that situation, it's the, it's that yachid that required it to be kashrur vetaloi. Whereas the, um, whereas the chachamim says kashur even, even if it's not taloi. So in other words, just to, last time we did a chart, but I think we can do this without a chart today. In other words, in our sugya, it's a yachid that is more meikil that's kashrur afabisha talui, Whereas in the other sugya, it's a flip. It's a Da-Yachid, Min Rebbe Leezer, that says it has to be, it, 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 it's it's more Mir, that it's actually Kashrur Betaloi. So in other words, Stam Adahachah Ki Yechida and the Gemara is connecting to two suges, but saying the Stam and the Yachid sort of cross a line with one another. Okay? Um, fine. So, where were we? Uh, yeah. So the, now the question is then, Rabbi by if that's the case, normally it's Yachid Rabi Malachira or Stam, it would go like the Stam. The question is, what's the halachal in? How do we pass it? it does it have to be kashruvah taloi, or is it just enough to be kashur? Because again, according to in the mission in Shabbos, the stam Tana seems to be, it doesn't have to be taloi, and the stam Tana, he says it does. So who do we go by? Amrelay me manda Amrabioch and Mashini khilfi The khilfi took me. The herani shall be house is a mask we just bought. There was Kashur Afal Pisha aloi. That it was that long as it was tied, even if it wasn't hanging, they were still using it. So fine. Adim adshu kashur But it still has to be, as we said, tied to the door. Now, the question is: tied how? Now, Rebbe Yochanan Chamuya, the Rebbe Ami says, despite the fact we've just said it doesn't have to be taloi hanging, but how strong does a string have to be? So, according to the first opinion, it has to be strong enough that you could whoop, suspend it if you needed to. It has to be substantially tied, so then it looks like it's much it makes it clear that it's a door bolt and not just sort of a random bolt. However, Nagra de Rebbe Lazar, um, or or no, de is Katar Begemi. He actually didn't, he just had some sort of symbolic tying to it. it. didn't have to be so strong that it would be able to support the weight of the clear. Now the next question, the marriage addresses as follows. I understand it has to be tied. If it's nishmat, if it's not tied at all, then it's clearly asor. What happens if it's nikmaz? Nikmaz means it's untied, it hasn't slipped out of the thread yet. Okay, somewhere in between. So, Rebbe, Rebbe, uh, Rebbe Yaakov, Barachas says, "Beshem Rabbanan, Madadeu boroshe et Boatav." That you can see so after you sort of you can move mm-hmm. it about with your fingertips, meaning Rabbi Chaim says, Loyatal gamur, you can't do proper tiltul, and and it says in, in Shavis, we explained it slightly differently. But it seems to be clear the way they're the the flaw of the sugya here, that the issue of play is one of mukta. Okay. How does it relate to the the, the sugya that uh, in, in terms of the shatters? That's a uh, if you recall, we discussed that back. when We learned the So, give me Shabbos. Okay, let's continue. Rabba bar Kahana says, Reb bar Achi says, "B'shem Rab Halacha, K'rabbi Yosi." Now, what's that? Reb where? What are we talking about? So, Reb Chaim explains as follows. He says that this is actually another sugi. We see this in Shem a lot of the time. This Negro that sort of slept along with sugey, like parallel sugyas So, he says this is actually relating to Sefta Shabbos. It He says that the kisui kalim we're talking about. Covers lids of kalim. Whether nitalim b'shabas, Rabbanan says eno Unless i have got a beit chisan, unless i have got a proper handle. Otherwise, it's presumably muksa, not a kli. Rabbi says there the med ramborim. When we say that a, cl- a cover of a kli has to have a handle on it to move it? That's bekisui akarko. That's if it's a, a, a covering something, a hole in the ground, for example. Aval bekisui kalim ben or If it's a kisui kli, then it doesn't need to have a handle to move it. And it's on that the Gemara is saying halachas like Rebbe Yossi. Fine. Let's continue. This is now Halachi This next Mishnah. So here we're dealing with like doors of like a delet, a halon, a shida, teba, like a cupboard doors, things like that. And if you recall, once again, the way the hinges worked, there was a pin in the top of the bottom of the door and holes in the cabinetry, if you like. And it would spin on those two pins. Okay. On the pins. So what happens if one of those pins get dislodged? So what it says is, you can zira tachdon, meaning the bottom pin, if that slipped out of place, you can push it back. In other words, provided the top one didn't fall out because noach zero, it's very simple to slip it back in the place it's not considered in Kambinyan. However, you can't do a bemidina, the Mishnah says, meaning outside the base of Migdash, because we're concerned that since it's already come out of place, you might get a garazin, you might bang it into place, and you might do tikkun mana. Okay, however, in the mikdash, once again, angels and However, the l1, if the top one pops out, then we say, kan is Asur. why? Because then the whole, once the top one falls out, as if the whole ball is going to fall out, and therefore it's like kabon. Well, it's thanks to actually being a bit let Once continue, however, machzun, the next case in the Mishnah is machzun retirba mikdash, avaloba menina what you can do you can return a metia now that's more like a is like not a not just a bandage more of a like salve is it called or like a like a patch that usually has a smeared ointment on it so what it says is that you can max in a coin the base migdash if he has a bandage on his hand that would that would actually act as a chatzitsa and he's not allowed to have it or uh you to pigadim there's another understanding i think it is no reb ben just mentions the fact that it's a chatzitzah. So, therefore, the coin's going to want to remove it. But putting it, but, but he's not going to want to remove it if he can't put it back again. So, he's allowed to put the, this patch back in the base of Mikdash because that's considered Surah Abodah. However, he's not allowed to do that in Medina. Now, why can't you do it in Medina? And why is he allowed to put it back in the base of The concern is, he's in Medina, there's a Gzei Rashim We're scared that what's going to happen, you're going to smear on, smooth on to where the, the patch is. That that uh, ointment, that cream, whatever it is, and that is an issue on Shabbos you're not allowed to do that. Memachik, okay. However, in the base of Migdash, since it's really only exier midrabanan that we're saying you can't put it back out of concern, you might start smearing it. Therefore, it's a shvut in the base. It's a shvut, and it's in the base of Migdash, and we're not going to shvutim if it's zorach in this situation. Since a Kohen won't be able to gauge in work if we allow him to put it back, that's a one of these shvutim that are foregone like that are that are allowed in the Beit HaMikdash okay now the Gemara says But if we're talking about putting this patch on from the outset meaning Cohen hurt his hand on Shabbos and he wants to start putting that on even if it means that you wouldn't be able to do it because that's what is not what's considered Zorch Gevoah he doesn't because he can't have it during his border at all so that's why the Gemara says now Amr Abi Osi Barbon Lo Kosh Votetiru BeMikdash. Not every Shvut was allowed was permitted in the Beit as I've said. Like with, and let's I'll just read. Reb Chaim he says Da'ah Matnitin Asul Loht Laachzir. This is Reb Chaim Tzir Elion Afilu because you're not allowed to put. Remember we're talking about these cupboard doors. If the Tzir Elion, the topper, uh, the top um, uh, hinge part pin pops out, you're not allowed to put it back. Despite the fact it's only really Isur Darbanan. Why Mishum Devar Torah Ain Binyan Vistir BeKeli. Because according to the Gemara here, there's no it's, the Isra of Binyan and Stira, constructing, demolishing doesn't apply to utensils. So therefore, it's only mid Rabbanan Besechta Shvut. Nonetheless, not every Shvut was permitted in the Beit Hamikdash. The uh, Shvut Gudola, let's call it a big Shvut. So there's a, almost like a scale of Shvutim we have. that is very very similar to the of Binyan itself So we've already seen two, if you like. Exclusions for a shvutim when we say, oh, shvut's mutter and One is it can't be a shvut gadol. It can't be something that's really so dome, so similar to a malacha. Another one has to be for a need, right? The first case, the first one we learned from the first part of the Mishnah, which is the bottom, that if the top pin pops out, you can't put it back in because it's like a shvut gadol. And the second thing we learned that, that is you're not allowed to start putting up a, a patch of malacha chila and even in the beta migdash. Because even though it's a shvut to do so, because we're going to say, well, it's not a shvut, vodah, because it's not it doesn't; it's not it's needed in the base of Migdash for the coin. Okay, uh, let's continue. So that's why so I clearly see it. Now, again, that, that by the way, I've sort of embellished this slightly because the Chaim brought brings it on the ratio, but you can also see this point in the safer as well. Let's continue. Tani, Tani, once on a lot, to smear, as we said, an Isplen, a, a bandage that has uh, this this stuff, or this material, the, the um, ointments and stuff. Because again, you might smear it. As we said, it's one of the Malachas of Shabbos, is Chayv Chatat. Now we bring a proof. The Hatani, because even though Hatani is not the Kasha, the Rav Chayis is in the Chuta, Hechlichu memata, machziru lamata. Hechlimi lamata, machziru lamata. In other words, if the bandage somewhat slipped down from below, you can slide it back up to the top, but and, and if it's it's and same if it goes, uh, if it so if it's slipped down, you can slip it up, if it's slipped up, you can slip it back down again. Okay, um, fine. And, but the point is, but that's only if it's been slightly slid, but if it's Pirusha lagamri, it's Asur. Okay, so therefore, it must be that it's a uh, let's continue. Hamaka uh, 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 sorry, 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 again. What we can do is if they need to treat the wound, and they can't take the split off, otherwise it wouldn't be able to go back on again, so you can peel it off partially, then treat the wound, cover it over and do the other side as well. Okay? Um fine. What I want to say here? Yes. In other words, this is to actually, yeah, to treat the wound. But again, taking it all off, you wouldn't be able to put it back on again, like we said in the Mishnah. But the isplanet itself, you're not allowed to clean. Rabchaim, he explains, I like the Pnei Moshe as well. We were talking about cleaning it from the, the pus and the like from the wound itself. Because we're scared that if you start clearing off that, the, 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 the dirtiness, if you like, you'll come to do mi'ruach. In other time, once again, so in other words, not only putting on a new patch, but even somewhat, somewhat in this uh, very sensitive way of treating it, there's also still limitations in case you come to lay miruach. Okay, let's continue. Tani What can happen is, is and this is Sometimes a patch might lift up above the wound. It's still in place, but it separates somewhat. Okay, you're allowed to press it back down again on Shabbos. Okay. Um, here, Reb Chaim says, uh, he says, well, sorry. Continue, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Achas says, B'shem Rav Yossav, he should tachak and That's provided that it's still in its place and it didn't move. Okay, uh, this is what I'm reading. He says, Kolomah, Adainu meremim Kolomah has to in the same place, negedamaka. El eschafcha, it sort of lifted up. Aval im pirshamim Kolomah, if it moved from its location, loyich sirena, you're not allowed to do so because once again, to have a minute, that imach sirein. Because we said in the Medina, you know, that we'll to put back a patch that came off, like we said, in our Mishnah. And uh, now, uh, again, this, by the way, he puts it at the end. That's why I marked it. Um, this is, the We're talking about it sort of lifted up on its own. Uh, like sometimes just, some know, bandages or, or, or um, you know, band-aids, things like it might just lift up on their own, but not that you lift it up yourself, okay? Ah, tiny. the Gemara says, but one second, what are you talking about? You should, that it's only if it's still bimkoma that you can press it back down again. But we just learned a brighter that said if it slides up and down, you can slide it back into place. Um, in other words, again if it's milamata milamala, and so Gemara says, No, that's bilvad reshut kolata maka. Why is it mutar if it's slid? That's provided that it's still covering the wound somewhat. That's why you can slide it. But that doesn't contradict. We're saying that if, 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 it, if it's completely off the wound, then clearly you can't put it back on chick. Because again, the Mishnah says, B'minida in machzirin. Okay. says, What if you've got a wound that's already healed? So it's scabbed over nicely, but, um, you just want to protect it from the scab peeling off. There's not another rati on chubs. You can put a bandage around it because you're just, it's not, it's, that's not a thing that's mishum You're just protecting the scab from being picked off or pulled. Okay, she'en o You're just keeping it in its place. Similarly, Rabun b'shem Rabanan, the man says ten ale ale. You got rotia right here, but you can put ale al gavimakah b'shavas. You can also put an ale ale leaf on top of a wound on Shavas. She'en o because again, it's not doing a refu action. It's just keeping it. It's shomer. It's protecting it. So amrav Khumah, that can be true except for chutzma ale gefanim but it's not for you can't use uh great vine leaves or vine leaves on it because that has medicinal properties and there are many things we see in you know, that on chapasumra four, as we said. Okay. Huna. Hada pua pura is like a mat is mada, some sort of says, Ikartav, the root of it is good, isagin um can it be or shiva kitrin. As long as it's wrapped, uh, it sounds like five, seven, or nine times and as long as you don't add water to it as well. Okay, let's continue. pasuk You're not allowed to recite Psukim on a wound because again you're not a mitra Torah. We're not allowed to use what you're not to utilized torah to act as some sort of um, incantation or something. Like you're not allowed to use it for the purpose of healing. Okay. And here we've got the word Bashem. Now, according to Reb Chaim, it says if you keep the girsa B'Shem here, it seems to be followed on the Bavli, because the Bavli in other words, it's only Psukim that have Shem Hashem in it, and you're allowed to do it, whereas the Bavli seems to say any Psukim. However, there isn't there are notes of the Shino Girsa here that actually you don't read B'Shem, you might be the So So Chaim says if you want to make a fit in with the Bavli, which we're not always so necessarily compelled to do, but then you take out the word B'Shem. Okay? Now it says, Kara And now someone who wants to recite Psukim on a Yavrucha. Now, there's different explanations. One understanding is saying it's another type of a choli. That's a, di- a disease. That's why the first explanation of that's also, um, the, uh, the, 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 Penimoshal explains that direction. However, if Ruha, Reb Chaim says he's talking about these Dudaim, which is, you know, that Ravuan book for his, uh, his mother, right? You'd say some sort of incantation or something like that with it, and it would help for medicinal purposes. Another understanding is that the Korban says, that it says ha-okran, if someone pulls them out, there is mistaken, it can be dangerous, so that you might want to use some sort of pasuk in order that they sort of come out of the ground. In any event, you can't use you him in these manners, for medicinal purposes, for some incantation-like things, you're not allowed to do that. Okay? Uh, fine. benishu Come recite, if someone says, come recite him with me for my son who is suffering some sort of fright, some sort of, a, it sounds like crazy anxiety, or like, um, so t- uh, maybe I shouldn't say crazy, but like some sort of anxious or fright or something, or ten love. maybe you can use a sefer, place a sefer on him, or tefillin, bishin so they'll be able to sleep, that's also asu. We don't use Torah as these tools in that way. However, the Gemara says, but we have a writer that they used to say, shir, the shir of pegayim shir layim. What's this shir of It seems to consist of psukim. We'll see what the shir is in a moment. So Amra Behuda, this is different. Kan adshilom nifka, kan mishnifka. When they're in this Shir Shapegayim, that was as a uh, as a protection, not as a almost. Therefore, it took, takes the form more of as a tefillah rather than using it when we're saying it's bad. That's when the, someone is suffering from something or there's a wound, and you're trying to use it as a like a, a, a spell or you're trying to use the words to try and heal the individual. So that's the difference. If it's for shmirah, it's okay. So the question is, what was this Shir? Um, there's Shirusha Pegaim that used to recite in Shalim and there's two different capital letters. One is that Mar Rabu Tsarai, which is in, Gim, uh, in capital Gimel, and the uh, whole misbor and the whole misbor, and also and also sorry, or the whole misbor Yon Ad, so the Ki Ki Kiat Hashem Machsi which is again that's capital Tsari, um, uh, sorry sorry Tsari Alef, okay. And that was uh, that wouldn't be the whole misbor. So the whole Mar Rabu Tsarai. Another one was only the first nine pesukim. Let's continue. And this, will just make a little bit of introduction just so we can finish the daft, but we'll really pick up from this mission to, uh, in, uh, next year on Sunday. Okay, so We're talking about tying the threads from the musical instruments of the levium because they'll play music. instruments. now if a thread broke, they would be able to tie on the threads. And now why is it because a thread in the middle of a musical instrument is going to be replaced. It's not going to stay in that way. So you're allowed to put the tire thread there um, on well, instrument that broke. We're going to speak speak about this in more detail, but not in the, not in the Medina, because even Shima seems to be a problem. in if you if it's going, if it's from the outset you're going to try and tie it in it snap, then both places it would be Asur. Again, we'll discuss in more detail tomorrow. Let's just finish the daf. It says, we're talking about like a water or something on a korban. You're allowed to cut that off on Shabbat. In other words, this is like a mum. It's like a mum that would be a problem for a korban you can remove that and make the korban kosher We're talking about it says clearly as the mission says, we're doing it with your hand, with some sort of shinoi. So therefore it's not like the malach of gozes and shearing. Aval, but you can't do that in Medina. Aval sorry, in bakli, if you can use a knife, then Kanva can kan aso Then even in the Beit Midrash should be asu to do so, because if a knife it's like the malach of gozes and therefore you wouldn't be able to do that. It's like a malach. Right, so only if it's a hand with the shinoid, that's shwut and a shwut log and a shwut That's not a big shut, as we said in the base of Mikdash is more to for the purpose of this core Okay. Again, we'll pick it up in this Mishnah. That was a bit of more of an introduction in mitzvah session on Sunday. Have a cool, have a good Shabbos, everyone quarter. Good Shabbos.